0: My name is Angela.
1: And my name is Nicole.
0: And welcome to the Ominous Stitch Podcast.
1: Welcome. This is our first episode of the Ominous Stitch Podcast. Our
0: very first episode. I'm so excited. Me
1: too. I'm so excited to do this with you.
0: Oh my gosh. This has been a long time coming. A big dream of ours to to get this going. So let's dive
1: in. Yes. So brief intro. Angela and I have been best friends for roughly 10 years since I moved to California. Yes. We are both Musician slash music teachers. Yes. We are both left-handed.
0: Yes. We
1: are both moms. Yes. And we are, well, Angela is a Libra and I am a Gemini. We get along so well. Yes. So.
0: I've always loved Geminis. Always. Yes. Yay, my <laughs> Libra friend.
1: You Yay. you keep me grounded.
0: Oh, well, good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so the start of this podcast really is because when the pandemic started for Angela. Yes. Um, crazy she, times yeah well, for crazy, everybody, for everybody, everybody. crazy for everybody for everybody yeah uh, she decided to pick up crocheting
0: yes so I started crocheting I had three elementary school children at home that suddenly I became their teacher and you know you needed something to provide you a little bit of sanity my mother-in-law crochets and so I thought you know what maybe I should take that up and so that I'd have something to do with her
1: and boy did she take off with it
0: <laughs> she is amazing everybody I, I may have become slightly obsessed with it it's, it's been a great um, a great way to calm my nerves and give me something to keep my hands busy and um, and it's just so fun and it's a great way to express my creativity because during the pandemic I'm a voice teacher and I had to shut down my vocal studio and so I needed some kind of creative outlet and it provided that for me. So it's been wonderful, I love it.
1: It's so much fun, isn't it? And, it and is. you can watch TV while you do this and it's am- you can do anything while you yes. do this, amazing.
0: And I didn't know that Nicole also crocheted. Yes,
1: so the fun story with that is I've been crocheting The same exact pattern since 2004. (laughs) I went back in my brain and I said, when did I start learning? So my friend taught me how, and I did this, this, it's a, I think it's a half shell or something like that, Mm -hmm. but every family member has a blanket Uh with the same exact pattern (laughs) and I've not changed since then. So what is that? That's almost... That's like almost 20 years I've been just doing the same pattern. So Angela comes along and I come over because, you know, we had free time in the pandemic. And she's like, look at what I'm doing. And I'm like, this is amazing. I have one stitch done, <laughs> <laughs> And she had like, what well, was her tool? Her toolkit had just... An amazing amount of well different- you
0: know you got to keep it interesting if I if I do one project using one stitch I'm like okay I'm ready to learn more let's let's keep the creative juices going and so I was trying all kinds of cable patterns all kinds of textured stitches all kinds of different techniques um, to keep my brain going and I'm like Nicole come over let's do this let's do that
1: and yeah, she she would just show me like, oh, I did this in one day. I'm like, what is this? This is a whole blanket. It was amazing. <laughs> so we've been so. I'd come over. We'd have our little crochet talks and and just as a brief brief quick thing is that I started taking up cross stitching. A couple years ago and that has been the most fun for me because it's so simple it's
0: it's x's (laughs) it's the same (laughs) pattern (laughs) yeah
1: you get a pattern you go oh okay i can do this i can count where the this colored stitches and whatever so um,
0: and I think that's amazing because I've never cross-stitched before oh but so. when
1: you pick it up it's it's gonna be so much fun we'll we'll do some cross-stitching projects eventually but okay. you're gonna be like this is just so easy yeah but I love it and then whatever it turns out I have I'll, I'll share some photos on our on our uh, social media but it's fun when you when you're finished project you can hang them up or yeah, make bags or whatever you want to do
0: I love how all these like old granny style yarn arts yes are coming back in like i see so many people crocheting so many young people are crocheting and then um all these youtube youtubers i've seen lately that do crazy things have started cross stitching as well yes and they cross stitch (laughs) and crochet some really amazing things that you
1: wouldn't think you could do well so we one day were crocheting and topics of the paranormal and supernatural came up and holy smokes we hit a like uh, a a gold mine uh, yes (laughs) yes that's a good term for that um so we just fell in love with just talking about that and and we decided hey why don't we share this with the world. We love to cross, cross stitch and crochet. We love paranormal stories. Yes,
0: we do. That's and, that's what I listen to when I crochet. And I think that's how we discovered it is that I, I said, well, you know, I, I tend to throw on some paranormal podcasts mm-hmm. or, or whatever on, on YouTube or on Spotify or whatever I'm listening to. And Nicole's like, I do that too.
1: Yes. <laughs> and I'm sure a lot of you do out I there. I remember
0: her saying, why have we never talked about this before? <laughs> Which is yes, that it shocked me because
1: we've known each other for so long, we never discussed it, and and you know we fell in love. We're like, oh my gosh! So, so welcome to our you know creative juices of of our paranormal discussions with our uh, love
0: of yarn art. <laughs> yes,
1: yes, and um, we just want to share that with you all. So, what we're gonna do with this podcast is you know we'll introduce a brief, uh, briefly a new crochet pattern or cross stitch project that relates to our paranormal supernatural true crime story of that episode
0: yes we realize that this is a podcast and you guys can't see what we're doing so we will briefly introduce it during the podcast but if you want to jump over to our youtube channel uh, the ominous stitch Podcast, podcast mm-hmm. on YouTube. Um, you will be able to watch us do the crochet. We will also post the pattern up there and um, you can dive in a little bit deeper with that and crochet with us while you listen to our podcast
1: and see our lovely hands working.
0: <laughs> I <laughs> got to get a Manny. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. My nails are a mess. My gosh.
1: Well, you all probably can relate too. I mean, I have no time to, when you're a mom and you're running around or even for me and you know working I can't get a manicure like every other week it's gonna take you know oh like I goes whole months go by and, oh you my know. goodness yeah anyway um but yeah and and please don't forget we are left-handed
0: oh yeah that's so. gonna be a little ominous for you righties out there you'll get a taste of what we have to go through when we watch all the righty people on YouTube this is <laughs> you why like I've stayed day. away
1: from other patterns Angela I left-handed I'm so confused <laughs> Um, but you know, for the left-handed crocheters out there, you're going to get a kick out of this. Um, and then, you know, we will dive in, we'll try to deep dive, you know, on, on some topics. We're thinking of just more paranormal, supernatural, maybe some true crimes. Eventually we would like to share your own paranormal, supernatural, true crime stories with everybody.
0: Yes. Our goal in this is to build a community and find other like-minded people out there that are just as nutty as we are about paranormal and true crime and, and yarn. And
1: yarn. (laughs) Those (laughs) combinations. So please, um, if you feel adventurous and we, we won't have to share your name, you can be anonymous, but please send your stories to the ominous stitch at gmail.com. The ominous stitch. So there's two two S's. S's. (laughs) Yes. Don't, don't forget that at gmail.com. Dot com and then at the end of our podcast um we will review a paranormal supernatural movie
0: oh yes the movie
1: we oh this is fun too Angela has a confession she go ahead Angela
0: you guys I don't like scary movies <laughs> you love paranormal and supernatural but you don't like horror movies no I don't know like if it's real life and i'm in a, a you know a haunted house or something like that i find it fascinating but if it's fake <laughs> and on tv i have nightmares and oh, it just sorry. sticks with me forever but nicole loves them. Oh
1: yeah so we this is where the opposites attract uh, situation comes in i've been watching horror movies since i was five years old everybody oh
0: my gosh. L- guys <laughs> listen to what her what she watched when she was five
1: my parents introduced to me poltergeist when I was five years old. And uh, I had a scary, very scary 3D clown in my room. Oh my and after that movie, I was wrecked. I could not sleep in my room. Uh, yeah, you think? <laughs> so um, yes. Yeah, so I've been a horror movie a fanatic since I was a wee little one and so what we are trying to do is is introduce Angela to some more horror and scary movies it's
0: so not a good idea but whatever it's fu- <laughs> it's, fun. it's fun it's gonna be
1: exciting it's fun. I it's have to be an watch adventure. it
0: in full daylight in you know in the morning but, you know, that's fine. It's fun. You're going to have fun. a great
1: time. And a lot of these movies that we're reviewing, I've seen already like a few times. But this is fun doing it with fresh eyes and actually reviewing and telling you what our opinions are.
0: Yes. You guys should see our text chain when I'm when we're watching these movies. <laughs> oh, my god, It's gosh. kind of ridiculous.
1: It's amazing. It's, it's amazing. Angela is uh, a fun person to watch <laughs> horror movies with. And that's why we wanted to do this review. So... Kick back, relax, grab your yarn, grab your needles, and... uh, Let's stitch
0: on. Let's get stitching, yeah. (laughs) All right. Okay. So for our first project, um, we're going to start off with a crochet stitch that Nicole brought to me. Uh, she likes to send me little images from Pinterest. Like, can Pinterest? we do this one? Can we do this one? And I'm like, yes, Oh, we can. I have
1: so many saved that we are going to get oh, to.
0: I'm so excited. <laughs> so um, I thought it would be fun since our first uh, few topics on the podcast dealing with paranormal are going to deal with um, forests and just haunted woods and haunted national nature. parks. And nature that I thought we would do kind of a project that centers around stitches that um, are also kind of nature themed. So the first stitch we're going to learn is called the Alpine Stitch. I love this stitch. It looks so amazing. It's so fun. And you guys, I set up the the stitch for Nicole because I'm going to teach her live. She's so fast. If she
1: would have made me do this when with with you all, I would have been here <laughs> for like an hour trying to figure out how to start this. So she's amazing.
0: <laughs> But i love that i can set something up for a lefty and then i can just pass it off to her and she knows and i have it in my hands and and i'm like (laughs) this is so easy okay so um so the alpine stitch you can it's all over youtube you can look it up but it's a really cool stitch of where you're pulling different um double crochets to the forefront and sending some to the back and then it makes this really cool alternating pattern of double crochets that come forward and double crochets that are sent more to the back. So I went ahead and set up Nicole. You're gonna use an even number of stitches. So you're gonna chain an even number, and then you're gonna chain one at the end of that for your turning chain. So for the project that we're working on, it's gonna be an eight by eight square. So for me, I'm using a size six hook, and I'm using just like a- uh, Now, real quick, yes. size
1: six hook- Yes is that just for those who are beginning, is your yarn going to be thick or thin? Like, or does it matter?
0: Uh, It depends on what project you're working on. So I'm using a worsted weight, just Red Heart. I have a ton of Red Heart yarn that I inherited from my my mother-in-law. So It's a good brand. It's it's, a great brand. It's affordable, and you can get it anywhere, right? It's affordable. You can get it anywhere. You can get it at Walmart or Joann's or just anywhere. It's all over the place. And it's a great... Amazon I amazon. On amazon so it's a great yarn to start with and yes it is an acrylic yarn but the great thing with it if you want it to be soft you just Throw in some fabric softener when you wash it, and it comes out. She told me this just last week, and I was amazed. I was like, "Why didn't I know this?" Like years ago, it comes out so soft and so nice, and it's a wonderful blanket to work with. But uh, yeah, so red heart acrylic yarn—it's a great, easy yarn to work with. So that's what we're—that's what we're using today. Um, So I went ahead and set up Nicole. Um, so I could teach her the stitch the setup is pretty simple so like I said you're going to chain an even number and then you're going to do one extra chain which is going to be your turning chain we are flipping this back and forth and there is a wrong side and there is a right side so um, I chained 30 from my project plus one 31 um, so that I could get it to my 8 inch by 8 inch square so then you're going to single crochet after you do your chain starting in the second chain Um, off the hook so that one is your turning change so you should go back 30 single crochets then you're gonna chain two And then you're gonna start your double crochets. Now, anytime you're doing a double crochet, that chain two does count as your first stitch. So that means you do not double crochet in that very first stitch. Not the first stitch. After the chain two. Okay. That one drove me crazy for the longest time. I would forget this. (laughs) I couldn't figure it out. So what I do is I hold that chain two straight up in the air and it looks like it's the first stitch. And then you're like, oh, that's my number Mm -hmm. one. So then I go into the second stitch and I'm like, this is my number two. So in actuality, you're going to double crochet 29, but 29, but it, it's really 30 because that chain two counts as one chain two counts
1: as one chain two okay. counts as
0: one. So then you're going to double crochet all the way back. Got it. And then you're going to chain one and single crochet your way single. back. Easy. There will be 30 single crochets because anytime you do the single crochet, you do crochet back into that very first stitch. So, first single crochet stitch. Yes, single crochet okay. goes into the first got stitch. Got it. Double crochet is the only one that counts as a stitch. Single crochet does not. So, you will single crochet back 30. Okay. I got it. All right. So, that's our setup. Rows one, Easy. two, and three are done. Singles, doubles, singles. Yes. Okay. Okay. So, now that we're back, we're going to chain two. Okay. Chain two. So, we're going to chain two. So, Nicole is actually chaining two. I am doing this. I'm going to do the thing. Okay. Okay. So, we have two chains that is going to count as your first stitch right sorry you guys this is
1: our first episode my mic sound might be all over the place because I don't have a holder
0: so just <laughs> you bear can with tell us. how professional we are she we're is doing great. literally <laughs> holding her microphone between her knees as she's this crocheting is how you do it. this is you gotta you gotta improvise okay it's fantastic okay so we are not going to dive back into that first stitch instead where's we're going the first to stitch it. it's this Kay. that's the first stitch Instead, she is going to rescue baby from the corner. This is what I call <laughs> my um, dirty dancing. <laughs> I love this. Okay. Alpine stitch dirty dancing. OK. So she is going to front post oh, double crochet. I pull it OK. OK. So a front post double means that you go Don't in. You have to um, you're going to double crochet. So that means oh, you double. Yarn over. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, we're stuck. I'm stuck oh no okay, okay there you go so you're going to double crochet so you're going to yarn over and okay. then you're going to go from the front pull up the stitch from behind and come back out the front that is a front post and, and then, then you're going to double crochet okay. so you're yep front post double so you pulled baby out of I the corner baby and you lifted her up in the air so you'll notice that that stitch is it not comes lifted. out it, it looks comes different out. okay yes okay and then don't in, be scared
1: everybody it's going to look
0: different it's going to look different and then in the next stitch right here so, <gasps> so you're going to you're going to skip the the stitch from behind oh then you're on gonna the top go, okay yeah in the top then since we pulled baby out of the corner we have to set her back down so we're gonna double crochet in that next stitch just on top so we're actually double crocheting into row three to the row yes okay yes we're double crocheting into row three and don't forget to check out YouTube so you can see this because
1: if I were listening (laughs) I might get it but seeing hands I totally get it yes
0: yes okay okay so now that we've put baby back in the corner we're gonna go into the next double crochet from row two this one right here yes pull another baby up pull another Another baby out of the corner. Oh no. So, okay. baby, no baby in the corner. We're gonna double crochet. So, did you yarn okay. over? Yep. Okay. And then you're gonna double crochet. Double. All right. There you go. Oh, then I again. And Now, again. baby is back in the air again. Yes. So, down here? Yes. And double then, so we're gonna back. do what we did. We're gonna double crochet in the top of the next. Hey, guys, stitch. this is easy. I can do this. Yes, you can. If I can do this.
1: You can do and this. And then you
0: keep alternating between lifting baby out of the corner and setting her back down. So, every baby though. Every, every, every other one, baby comes up. So not this one, but this one. So if we just put baby back back down. I've lifted this baby up. Then you lift. Did I do it wrong? no you didn't you lift this baby up right here. oh
1: I go every other baby now every
0: other baby it's always every this, other baby. but I
1: lifted that baby up see that did I mess it up then you
0: messed it up no <laughs> I
1: lifted the wrong baby so every other baby everybody. every other baby see I make mistakes two, this is why Miss Angela is here every other
0: baby on row two she's got this gets lifted in the lifted up so look I got me, it let me show you <laughs> I'm moving away from my microphone Okay, so do you see every I other baby gets lifted up, and okay. then that baby gets set back down. Okay. All right. So we keep going. Yeah, we keep going, and you go all the way down, and then once you get to the end, you're left with two stitches, and that second to the last stitch should be you're setting baby down. Got it. And then you always end with setting baby down. Got it. So
1: never let baby up.
0: Never leave baby in the air at well, that's, the end. That's you a good motto. <laughs> Don't ever leave Baby back in the (laughs) chair. Yeah. So you're going to, so the last, on that, on row four, the last two stitches should Mm. be on row three, double crochets, putting baby down. Got it. Then you're going to chain one when you get to the end. Easy. And then single crochet your way back. Oh, always single crochet back. Always single crochet back. So it's like hitting return on a typewriter. For those of you who have ever used a typewriter. (laughs) Oh my gosh,
1: (laughs) that's how old we are. I know. Everybody, I just turned 40, by the way. Oh, she did.
0: Yay. So you've got a pair of of 40s. Oh uh, yeah. Mamas. I'm in my mid-40s. I'm turning 45 oh, she, this year. You're, oh, my you're as old as you
1: how you feel mentally, I always say. So. Okay,
0: well then I'm about as old as my 12-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. So um once we get to the end, we're gonna single crochet our way back. Then You'll see that there are babies yeah. that are in the air and babies that are left in the corner. Okay, so you're always going to set the baby down. So if a baby is up oh, in the air, that makes so much. You're sense. going to crochet on top double, of that double crochet, one. double crochet on top okay. of that one, and then
1: so it's a pattern going back and forth of the babies. Exactly. Got so it. It's I alternating. can do this.
0: Yes. And then so if baby's in the corner, you lift her back up. Perfect. So on this one, mm-hmm. if you if you see, I'm showing her. Yes. We would we double crochet in the top of that one right and then skip and then we pull baby out of the corner here
1: and and double over that and
0: and we front post double crochet on her <laughs> on her on baby right yes. does that make sense no it makes so much so that's much the sense. alpine stitch in a nutshell I love it thank you Yay. this is going to be so exciting and then so for the project that we're working on we're working on again this is going to be like our nature blanket or our nature quilt We're going to do eight by eight squares of this Alpine stitch. So pull out your measuring tape. For me, it's 30 by 29. I think I wound up with 29 rows. Okay. Um, And then, but whatever gauge you're working with, eight by eight, or you can make it bigger, or you can make it smaller. It's your project. Do what you want. Yeah. Um, And I have, let's see, you're going to do one, two, three, four. I think four Alpine stitches. So four blocks of that one. So have fun. And while you guys are stitching, we have a story to tell you. Yes. Oh, I'm
1: sorry. Backtrack. One more thing. Whatever you do, and if you are listening to our podcast and you end up with a cool Alpine stitch project going, please send us photos. Yes. We want to see what you guys are working on. And we might even post it on our our social media. So again the ominous stitch at gmail.com send anything our way photos stories anything you want you
0: can also find us on all of the things all
1: of the things of social media
0: yes we will post everything at the ominous stitch podcast yes
1: All right, so we are going to get started with our first supernatural paranormal story. Ooh. Sit back and relax as we take a trip to the Black
0: Forest. <gasps> it or already sounds ominous. It doesn't it? I love this. Schwarzwald. <gasps> Schwarzwald. Schwarzwald, Germany. So that is German, yes? Yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And who has been to Germany here?
0: I have (laughs) I haven't (laughs) so jealous you should go it's amazing I would love to go Germany we'll go together okay (laughs) okay
1: yeah one day we will we'll do a podcast from there one day that would be amazing but when were you in Germany
0: so I went to Germany twice the first time I went was between my junior and senior year in college and I did a music program in Heidelberg, Germany, wow. in Bavaria. Yeah. Heidelberg is a very magical place. I love. I think it.
1: Germany in general to me is a magical oh, place.
0: I loved Germany. I loved it. It That's was amazing. So cool. The people were so nice. And I didn't speak German very well. But that made them excited because it gave them an opportunity to practice their English. And they would also encourage me to speak German. And so it was... I just loved it it was wonderful I
1: love that they were so welcoming yes it's and amazing. so the
0: first time I was there for um it was a six-week music program and I studied opera I'm an opera singer and and Germany and had, is a very good place for opera yes. oh my goodness it was so fun and so we did a little mini tours we toured Bavaria we also went into Austria and um yeah, it was wonderful. And the second time I went, I actually went back with my alma mater as a music director at that time, and I helped direct the summer program at that point.
1: That is so cool. Yeah, that is so amazing. I bet that was a really wonderful experience.
0: It was amazing. Now, I did love you it.
1: did you venture near the Black Forest?
0: Maybe just a little bit. But <laughs> you didn't go in the black Forest. we didn't go in i was definitely on a tour bus and we went we drove through the black forest on the tour bus Um, but we were always on the road and it's a it is very magical like the forest is very dense and you do feel like you're a disney princess (laughs) oh you can definitely you definitely get sleeping beauty vibes and um cinderella vibes and you're just going through the black Forest. so it's, magical it's very magical mm-hmm. and i also did a little rhine river cruise and um, fun that was really beautiful just seeing all of the hillsides covered in in trees that were different colors and then you'd see a castle pop up every once in a while when you're on the on the rhine it was castles beautiful. oh As i'm amazing. telling you it's a disney dream
1: i would love to go one day one day well Let me tell you a little bit about the geography of the Black Forest. So it is located in southwestern Germany. The area is roughly 2,320 square miles. And it's close to the Rhine River, as as Angela mentioned. Um, So it's a granite highland, but the northern part is comprised of forested sandstone. And it's bordered by a narrow band of lower and more fertile limestone <gasps> limestone so limestone is i'm sure a lot of you who um study paranormal or research it or have watched many ghost hunting stories like that um you know they believe it's irrelevant to uh, the paranormal activity due to the absorption and release of the electromagnetic psychic energies yeah um you i'm sure some people believe this or not what do you think angela
0: I know a lot of people think it's a load of hooey. I think that, it, of course, I think it's a valid thing. Um, to, energy is not something that is a tangible, physical thing energy moves and it transfers between bodies and people I mean think about it if energy was a tangible thing I wouldn't need a venti cup of Starbucks coffee oh my gosh. on the daily to to get my life going and to feel like okay I'm a person I'm alive
1: and all the coffee we <laughs> yeah, drink I oh would my just gosh. be
0: able to have energy and be right. like woohoo here we go but you know moms, moms. we have zero energy so
1: Coffee energy.
0: Yes, moms <laughs> run on coffee. hundred percent. So yes,
1: I believe. I you know it's hard to to narrow down the limestone theory, but I agree with you. I mean, when we were discussing ghosts, which we will get into so much later, um, you know, ghosts and, and are just energy. It's
0: just pure energy, and so anything that is porous and that can. Accept the energy mm-hmm. and absorb the energy. Of course, I think it's going to be a great conductor of it. Yeah, I mean, everyone. It, water is said to be a great conductor. Water, of yes. Energy. Yes. Limestone. Um, there's always you always hear paranormal stories or places that are haunted that are built on limestone or have limestone foundations. Right. I think it's a great conductor of energy and allows energy to move through it easily. So yeah.
1: Yeah. And so, you know, with so much limestone built in with around the black forest, so there are going to be numerous amount of supernatural stories. Well, um, why is it called the black forest?
0: Why is it called the Black Forest, Nicole? Well,
1: (laughs) 2,000 years ago, the Romans came upon the region and it looked ominous (gasps) because of how dense and dark it was. And they were scared and called it the Silva Nigra.
0: Silva Nigra. Or
1: a.k.a. Black Forest. Mm. Um and then FYI, as Angela mentioned, I just I was researching all the photos of the Black Forest and how picturesque it looks and amazing and just it just looks so quaint. You it's hear your all these Disney stories. dream people. Yes, it's it's really pretty. So um with all the supernatural like tendencies and ties to this, it's hard to believe. But I did a little bit of researching. You
0: did. Okay. Quick disclaimer, folks. We are not professional researchers. We can try. We mean, we went to college, so we know how to work a computer. Yeah, (laughs) I did attend in my grad school. Is when this happened. You know, I had to attend a a class on how to research on the computer and HTML and all. Oh, that's amazing. That That is (laughs) grad school people. Grad school to put an age on 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 this. But you know,
1: I'm sure there's so much faster and quicker techniques that we're just not used to yet and we're get we'll get there I'm sure you all will help us but yes yes.
0: so if you guys have personal stories of the black forest or have any more research technique techniques or tips for us please email us and send send us more information we would love
1: love it yes we would love that for sure so the first map mentioning of the black forest was actually in the fourth century Um, But not until the 9th and 10th centuries we find more evidence of colonies in uh,
0: 819.
1: So today the main source of income, just to kind of give you, you know, quick quick little tidbits about it, but the, the main source of income is tourism. And yeah, I, I yeah. understand that. Yeah. I mean, again, those photos are, are beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. But for years, they were woodworkers, especially known for their cuckoo clocks. And I'm sure also you must have heard of Black Forest Ham.
0: Yes. <laughs>
1: so there's all these labels of the Black Forest. Yes. Um, but yeah cuckoo clocks i've looked those pictures up and they are so cool
0: oh my gosh when i was in germany we would go into shops and i would buy cuckoo clocks and send them home because they're just it's so 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 neat
1: i can't imagine i'm sure there's so much detail to these two It's,
0: it's incredible yes
1: well what's fun um about the black forest so is apparently the inspiration for many brother Grimm's stories
0: oh yes. yeah yeah <laughs> so
1: they they were listing them and i'm sure you've all heard of these but hansel and gretel rapunzel little red riding hood cinderella snow white and sleeping beauty are just a few of the stories that were inspired yes um, now, quick, quick disclaimer, I'm sure if you ever look up the Black Forest, there was this meme that was going around in 2016, I believe, and it says, the Black Forest caused over 15,000 missing person cases in the past year.
0: Oh, that's yeah. a lot.
1: Yeah. Oh no, my goodness. don't believe that. Oh, Yeah, that's that's you who mean
0: we... the Internet the is I- lying to uh. us. <gasps> you can't believe everything you read on the no. Internet. I... Oh, I'm shocked. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's again
1: as a researcher you gotta kind of you know dip and dive but this was and it was it was cool you see the picture and it's not even the picture of the black forest it's some other forest oh my goodness (laughs) um but no no it has not that is an an absurd amount of missing person uh in in one year no no it's not that's not true um good yes but you know, it, they claim about uh, all these mythological creatures here, such as sorcerers, werewolves, Werewolf. witches, Ooh. and dwarves.
0: Dwarves, yeah. Well, but yeah, Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, right? Yeah. Right.
1: There's, there's, a, and then that they just say it claims. <laughs>
0: Would
1: not you be afraid if you heard that walking down the floor?
0: <laughs> oh my god that is scary that would be amazing i would sing along that would be me i I can do that start marching and sing (laughs) let's Let's go go mining (laughs) i want some
1: diamonds let's go oh man but again i i couldn't find any actual encounters with these mythological creatures Aww, yeah which was sad but this is what i did dig up let me give you a few little things that are fun okay the first really quick one that I couldn't find a lot about was the Schutzen. Did I say that right? Fry. <gasps> Angela had to correct me again. Freischutzen. There we go. Tell me more. So the Freischutzen or soldiers, were aided by the devil himself. Oh. And they <laughs> fired infallible bullets.
0: No, that's not good.
1: Infallible. So... How are we to know that there are Freischützen when these people probably were shot yeah, at?
0: Nobody's making it out of there if you're, if if you're hit by an infallible
1: bullet, right? Oh my gosh! No, how? What? It's so confusing, right? So yeah. I, you know, I don't know who who decided to tell the uh, about these soldiers. Oh, that's so scary. I'm gonna guess there's some history with uh, World War One or World right with with germany i'm gonna guess there's some you know weird backstories to that with the nazis and things you know but i don't know Oh, that's, that's just my speculation okay. of why that came. That's probably came about. But you know, if
0: you hear anything about it, you, uh, uh, tell us more about yeah, the Freischütz.
1: No idea. Because
0: that sounds. I would not go into the woods. I would not. Oh my gosh. I would not. Because you know, once you hear that shot fired, it's coming. From oh, it's you. coming right at you. Yeah. There's nothing you can do. Yeah. Oh. Because you know, you can't zigzag. It's gonna follow you. <laughs> you can't zigzag. <laughs> it's not gonna miss and hit a tree. <laughs> I've got this it's gonna go around image. the tree.
1: It's like that movie. Have you ever seen that movie? Um, was it Wanted? There's a movie with Angelina Jolie, and they would fire the bullets. And James McAvoy, and the bullet would bend. Do you ever oh, seen that movie? No, I
0: haven't seen that one. I was having like a Marvel experience and thinking about um, the the arrow in Guardians of the Galaxy, and and the guy oh, whistles oh, and, and he whistles. Just, yeah. Oh Mary, oh, Mary Poppins. A Mary Poppins, y'all. Do you remember? This? Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> What? It took Angela
1: a minute, but she got it.
0: Uh, yeah, sometimes it takes me a minute. <laughs> no,
1: we can, oh, we can dive into Marvel. I,
0: oh my gosh, you for... guys. That will be a whole other
1: hours. podcast. Maybe we'll have a fun one. But anyway, <gasps> yes. that's not our theme, but this that's okay. not fun. I think it's <laughs> <laughs> But the super creeptastic tastic story, um, or stories, I should say, that I found about the Black Forest involves their Grossman. Der Grossman. Yes. Ooh. And uh, these were pretty creepy. So Der Grossman.
0: Yes. The large man.
1: Yeah. Is uh, the tall man. The tall, tall man. man. Yes. The tall man. And the there are images on the website of, regarding the 16th century woodcuts. Of their Grossman. Ooh,
0: we'll have to post those on our socials. Yes, we will
1: do that. And it's pretty creepy. Um,
0: He's a very tall,
1: slender man (gasps) with bulging white eyes and multiple limbs.
0: Ooh. Yes.
1: And so, as you can guess, I'm sure you've heard about our Urban legend of the Slenderman. the Slenderman, and they all these stories sound very similar to our current day stories. Oh,
0: that's fascinating! Yes, I love it when different nationalities and different countries have very similar stories. To me, y'all, that's proof, right? That, it has to be because, like, if these stories go back centuries where people didn't know about other cultures and other nations that were out there. And they're having these similar experiences and similar stories pop up at the same time where they have no idea right, what's happening in the other parts of the world. That's fascinating. It's to me. Creepy. I love it. It's
1: very creepy. And I know that maybe this is for this one's particular, and that is a theme of this whole, the black forest. There's a lot of things that, you know, we find similar culturally, um, and I know that this is the 16th century. I'm sure maybe someone saw it and goes, oh, well, let's create another one. But there is some ounce of, of truth and, and um, relation to all this. It's, a, it's amazing. It's, it's creepy. And that's also my word of the day, I noticed. Amazing. 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 I love it. So the legend is, of Dear Grossman, is he is, uh, was a fairy who would creep up on bad children who wandered into the forest despite the warnings of their parents. He would either chase them until the kids fessed up to their folks and told them what they did or catch them and they would disappear without a trace.
0: Oh. Yes. This is a good campfire story. It is. <laughs>
1: oh, and we'll do a whole episode on
0: campfire okay. stories. It'll be so much fun. Do you fun. guys love how we're planning our episodes as we're As we go along.
1: And yeah, it's uh, we've, we come up with so many uh, um, ideas as we do this. It's amazing.
0: There's my word, Angela. Um, Everyone take a stitch. (laughs) (laughs) like I was going to. Yeah. We might have underage people listening to this like do a stitch every time we use the word amazing. Drink a drink. drink. (laughs) Have a sip of coffee.
1: Yes, that's what we're drinking right now. And that's probably why we're so wired. (laughs) I love it. Anyway, let me go into a story that there was this alleged journal entry from 1702 from an old German farmer about this. Uh, the dare grossman okay and it goes my child my lars he is gone taken from his bed the only thing that we found was a scrap of black clothing it feels like cotton but it is softer thicker alpaca
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh you guys that's an inside story that you will hear later you're gonna hear so
1: many inside stories from us okay Lars came into my bedroom yesterday screaming at the top of his lungs that the angel is outside. <gasps>
0: That's scary. Kids say scary things. That's going to be another podcast. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it, yes. Uh, I uh, have personal scary kid stories. You oh will, my gosh. Uh. I
1: haven't even heard these. Okay. You'll have to bring those up. Ooh, yeah. All right. Okay. We, kid comes
0: screaming into your bedroom. The so angel you- is outside. Yes. So imagine moms and dads you've had these moments where you have kids coming in and just screaming crazy things you're not awake you're You're like what is going on why is my kid yelling at me the angel is outside (laughs) and it takes a moment for you to process oh my gosh the angel is outside okay what (laughs) (laughs) what What are you doing? God, is that you? Oh, <laughs> my gosh.
1: I asked him what he was talking about, and yes, he told me some probably nonsense.
0: Probably not as calmly as that. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, what are you talking about? <laughs> oh,
1: okay, I got to repeat myself. Okay. This is hard. <laughs> I asked him what he was talking about, and he told me some nonsense fairy story about Der Grossman. He said he went into the groves by our village and found one of my cows dead. <gasps> Hanging from a tree.
0: Oh my gosh! Hanging from a tree. Why is the cow in the tree? What? How Why do did you hang climb? a cow in a tree? But yeah, did the cow climb the tree?
1: Look <laughs> got this image. Oh my gosh!
0: <laughs> He's a goat. He's a goat cow. You see this goat? Oh my gosh! Okay. Okay. Have you guys seen the meme of the goat riding the tortoise? It's awesome. Oh, <gasps> I should send it to you. <laughs> I have to see this oh okay let's keep going okay to, we do tangents people. Sorry, sorry everybody you're gonna get, get used to get that? back to it
1: i thought nothing of it at first but now he is gone he we must find lars and my family must leave before we are killed i am sorry my son i should have listened may god forgive me
0: okay so the 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 cow in the tree okay first of all that's a very sad story right and poor lars is poor missing lars. and he tried to warn his dad and his dad was like what are you talking which we about? would do the same like <sighs> uh what are you talking about man yeah oh yeah. i know i would have so much guilt but okay moving aside from that story you were talking about the cow hanging in the tree you <laughs> cannot get me, off of this tree i can't well it's the cow, and the cow- <laughs> <laughs> was he trying to jump over the moon <laughs> oh No, but um so have you heard of Skinwalker Ranch? Yes. Okay. So they had a whole thing with the cows and in the holes in the in in the middle of the cow getting sucked out and stuff. Same thing. Skinwalker, same thing. Yeah, it could be very it all goes back like we're here in America, we have the skinwalker, we have the slender man, Mm -hmm. same kind of thing. And then over in Germany Grossman Mm -hmm. stealing children. Yeah. That's very sad. Poor Lars. Poor
1: Lars. And then you know that was the only thing we've heard in this journal entry.
0: So parents, here's the moral of the story: when your kid comes in yelling about an angel being outside, listen to them, please. Yeah, yeah. I think I'd
1: listen to my kids.
0: Okay, I'll protect. It might not be an angel,
1: but it it's if there's something outside my kid's (laughs) room, I
0: think I'm going to go inspect. Yeah yeah if it's oh my an
1: angel or not you know
0: especially me because my kids bedrooms are on the second floor oh that's that even would be... scarier oh my gosh <laughs> mom what there's an angel outside, outside my window oh well, it is floating Can i have a glass of water <laughs> oh my gosh oh anyway okay der grossman der grossman but that's
1: the that's all i could i could find and the wood Cut is very creepy. Oh. Um This story was the only thing I could find, but the the fact that I could find something about a a Slender Man that really creeped me out. Yeah. In, in the Black Forest. Yes. And it could be just you know warnings to children and and more kind of yeah. almost don't stories. go
0: into the woods. Don't on go in your the own. woods. Yeah.
1: That's a I think that's a life lesson for because everybody.
0: The Freischützen and the Grossman. They're gonna. They're, <laughs> they're coming both
1: coming at you. you. <laughs> yep. Coming at you. All right, this next story of the Black Forest is more of a mythological creature. Which again, this theme of it's around the world. You guys, I
0: love myself a cryptoid. I love it.
1: Cryptoid. All right, this is the Mummel sea. sea. The Mumble Sea. and this is in Lake Mumble Sea in the Black Forest, named mm-hmm. after the white water lily that lives on the surface of the lake called Mummel. Mummel. And it's located in the northern Black Forest in the western mountainside. The lake itself is 17 meters deep and spans less than 10 acres. The legend is, is what it's a Nix or water king. And a Nix is a Germanic mythological creature, um, often humanoid, but shape-shifting water spirit.
0: Ooh. Yes. Okay. So we have like a water spirit yes that is coming after you coming after us because they can't leave us alone they all have to come after us <laughs> no man
1: they just well
0: can't we just all get along yeah i
1: think I, <laughs> but with this one i think it's just another story of leave nature alone i okay. think this is it be good to nature be good to nature and it'll be good to you if not it's gonna f you up yeah yeah um so it, this mummel see would drag down Women <gasps> to his underwater kingdom.
0: Oh, that's just rude! Don't discriminate. No, well, he wanted those Be women. He needs some ladies. He needs some ladies.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I guess he couldn't get them any other way. hey um Well, whether it's <laughs> the
0: still not an excuse, like
1: it's <laughs> <laughs> not an excuse. Um, now, whether it's the Mammal Sea King or water nymphs, there are plenty of tales of an underwater kingdom and the underwater creatures. For hundreds of years, there is a warning of to not throw rocks or stones into the lake, or else bad weather will strike and even stones be thrown at you from the lake.
0: The lake is throwing stones at yeah. you. Yeah, again, don't mess with it nature. It doesn't have hands. How does it do this? Magical.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. Those nicks, man. You don't see them. They're gonna throw. They're gonna throw shit right back at you. <laughs> <laughs> you throwing it in. So, okay, let me give you this story. Okay. Yeah. 250 years ago the margrave of baden and what's a margrave thank you for asking because i had to look this up too okay. a margrave is the hereditary title of some princes of the holy roman empire so way back then
0: okay a holy roman her it's a title
1: it's okay. like a i think it's a, you know like a lord oh okay gotcha baden the margrave yes baden. baden okay gotcha margrave of baden all right. This Margrave visited the lake with this rowdy entourage.
0: Oh, see. Okay. Yeah. You got, you got a group. sense of where this is going. Thank you. Yes.
1: <laughs> After partying it up, they started throwing rocks into the lake. Okay. Bad. Bad. Don't throw rocks. Don't do the lake. it. Don't do it because a terrible thunderstorm broke loose and raged in the area for seven days.
0: Seven days? It's
1: a long, a whole
0: week. It's a whole week. <laughs> <laughs> I can count. I know what we got time. math skills
1: we got this everybody. <laughs> um now the margaris party fled in horror as a dreadful beastly monster rose from the waves which had never been seen before oh my
0: gosh okay so they stayed for seven
1: days they stayed in that storm they were Why like we're gonna you... party in this lake no matter what like no
0: storm's gonna end this yeah. party we'll <laughs> we gonna going. Go? oh my gosh <laughs> no if it like if it starts storming you go you inside you leave you don't yeah. stay and party by lake and
1: uh, in a, in, li- in my head you know when you go out back then to when, you know you're probably partying in a tent i'm guessing like a big party tent yeah that tent's not gonna hold up in a storm right no
0: you're gonna get waterlogged. you go find some shelter yeah you, you go out home of the storm you're like i'm a margrave you, you don't, don't want to be, be waterlogged for days yeah for seven days seven days okay and so the seven-day storm did not convince them that, hey, maybe we should leave. Nope. No. Okay. So a monster came monster out came of the water. Okay. And so that finally convinced them to leave. Like, oh,
1: oh there's no, a monster. Oh, no, this storm isn't going to
0: do anything. Let's yeah. just have this, this crazy lake monster. monster come out. Oh,
1: my gosh. Yep. That so, would convince me to leave. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. So that was that was the Mammal Sea. And there are little stories here and there about these little water nymphs and Nicks. Um, but that was the one I could find regarding um, the specific king. Mm-hmm. almost Sea King.
0: And again, there are stories of water nymphs and creatures and knocks that convince people to come into the water and drown them. Yes. All over Everywhere. the world. Yeah. Everywhere. So, God, there's another one of those.
1: Okay. See, on. that's my theme. We got more. My last one. <gasps> my last one I'm going to okay. give you is more of a grim fairy tale okay but there are some um evidence of supernatural paranormal things due to this specific fairy tale Oh,
0: so it's a twofer
1: yes love it so uh here is the quick story of De Gainsamagd De
0: De Gainsamagd
1: or the goose girl
0: the goose girl
1: no it's no it's ominous (laughs) sorry yo the goose girl the goose girl thank you <laughs> Angela. <laughs> all right okay once upon a time yes a princess is sent with her evil maid to a very faraway kingdom in order to marry the prince okay this... we're gonna stop right here real quick <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna go on a tangent real guys now angela yes why would you hire an evil right now <laughs>
0: why would you hire an evil maid I don't know I feel like if you're a princess you can choose you can choose who is going to be your companion and who's going to go with you on on a excursion like this on a huge journey well first of all that maid is going to be with you like I'm assuming the maid is going to still be her maid when she goes into the new kingdom so she's like the one friend I would take my best friend, not an evil person who probably hates me. Yeah. Your travel companion. That makes no sense. Who
1: would, who would, it wouldn't, I guess the king doesn't care because he's well, just Well, obviously
0: like, he doesn't. He's shipping off his yeah. daughter to I'm go gonna marry I'm going to marry, marry you off. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't care about you. Go away. Take whoever. <laughs> but she has an evil
0: maid. Oh, no. All right. Poor girl. Poor. she just, you want to just pat her on the head and yeah. be like. It's going to be okay. Yeah. But it's not. It's not. Oh, well, yeah. It's going to yeah. be okay.
1: All right. So the princess rides
0: her magical talking horse named Falada. Wait. The, okay. The princess has a magical talking horse. This is a Disney movie. It's totally. Well. You got a princess. You got a magical talking it's, animal. It's set up like a, Disney, it's a movie. Disney movie. You have the evil maid. You got an evil
1: character. <laughs> okay. Yo, it takes a very dark turn, though. Ooh, this okay. is not a Disney story okay but yes this part you have a a companion
0: magical talking horse You got a magical talking horse yes okay I'm on board
1: and the maid is riding on a mule
0: (laughs) that's why she's evil (laughs) she gets the mule she's so unhappy the princess has a magical talking horse that I'm sure like poops rainbows oh I'm sure and just like sings beautiful songs all day and then the poor maid is like Like on a donkey (laughs) (laughs) take this ass I'm sorry Oh,
1: man. Yeah, I think I would be a little bitter, but you know what? That's her job. That's her occupation. She's got to ha- hang out with the princess. She's That's probably, yeah, like you said, she's moody. But, yeah. You know,
0: <laughs> she's moody. She might moody. have a slight tinge of jealousy there. Yeah. I okay. Can see that.
1: While traveling to the faraway kingdom, the maid, jealous of the princess, forces see? her to trade places <gasps> from switching rides and switching clothes. Oh, that's evil. That's okay. evil.
0: Well, okay maybe not maybe the oh, you princess, got a theory yes okay go with me i'm turning this around i'm gonna sympathize with the maid here okay because first of all she is not a princess so she's you know got that envy which isn't that great but then she's also on a donkey while a donkey. the princess has <laughs> <laughs> and in the morning i'm making waffle. <laughs> so and the princess has this beautiful talking horse, right? Okay, so I get the 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 jealousy thing here, but go with me on but this. What if the princess is upset because she's being forced into marriage with some guy she's never met? She's never met. What if he's like?
1: They don't have cell phones. They can't call or text each what other. What if, Got if he's like social media? What
0: if he's like evil? They have like.
1: Well, am see if he's all gross looking
0: yes
1: I'm Sophie's like an a-hole
0: right I'm (laughs) sure sure he he is is. (laughs) so anyway she's probably upset and doesn't want to have to go off and get married and she's probably like a teenager and Mm -hmm. too young to like Mm -hmm. she's probably like 16 yep right okay so anyway what if the maid is like you know what I will switch places with you I will sacrifice myself I love it and take this bullet and marry this prince so you don't have to. That's a great theory. Yeah. Because so, I would probably do that. Yeah. Maybe, you know, she's not evil, but she's like really trying to be a good friend. Yeah. Yeah. And like switch places with, with the princess. So, <laughs> so she, she, can she have, doesn't have to ride the donkey. She can say. ride a horse. <laughs> Get away from this ass. <laughs> okay. Trading one ass for another. <laughs> okay story let's keep going all right all right okay all right okay so they trade places they're they trade trading clothes. places now
1: they arrive at the kingdom okay maid yeah. is wearing the princess gowns and uh princess is a maid now the maid does make the princess swear she will never tell a soul about the switch somehow she keeps her promise this this princess is pretty crazy. she doesn't
0: seem like she's the most intelligent no no person Shh. out there
1: we don't need to know that oh okay but that's cool uh, you don't have to be the most intelligent to be a princess, I guess. That's the other part of that story. <laughs> You're kind of born You're into that You're just born role. into it. <laughs> womp womp. All right. Um, so upon arrival of the new kingdom, the maid orders Falada to be killed so that the horse does not rat her out. No! And the real princess is forced to guard
0: the geese of the kingdom. Oh, so the princess becomes the goose there girl? There you go. Okay. There I got gotcha. you, go. you got it. So, oh, well, that's, that's I don't sad, know if that's... It? better than having to marry well it might be better than having to marry somebody you don't want to get to hang out
1: with geese all day that try to bite you i guess
0: (laughs) well you know a goose bite might be better than okay anyway um she digresses uh, yes so okay but here is my issue. You're going to kill the horse? Don't yeah, kill Yeah, that is Falada. really sad. That is very sad. We are no longer in Disney territory. That's what
1: I was saying. This is turning. It's oh, going to turn. Turning. Yep.
0: Well, oh, poor Falada. So, yep,
1: Falada. So you know what happens, though? What? The princess gets word that Falada will be killed. Oh, does she say Falada? No. She just begs the butcher to hang Falada's skull over the city gate so she can still talk to him. What?
0: Yeah. No, okay, we, we can. Okay, she's, she's not, not intelligent. A, she's not an intelligent princess. So here's further proof of yep. why would she not beg the butcher to not or, kill? Yeah,
1: or just like pretend to kill a different horse.
0: Yeah, kill a different non talking horse so um, she could keep her horse. And her magical unicorn farts oh. or whatever. <laughs> Poops rainbows. Poops rainbows. Yeah, yep. okay. And she told the butcher to hang the skull. Mm-hmm. of the horse the skull so, so that she could talk to the skull so i'm
1: guessing the skull can talk back to her
0: how it has no tongue yeah it's magical it can't articulate it's magical you cannot how can a horse talk in the first place well at least it has like better anatomy <laughs> to talk it has vocal folds you're getting, it has, you're getting
1: too scientific uh, here angela
0: well you know years mm-hmm. of years of being a voice teacher we can will do that to you <laughs> analyzing physics this is not right, people. Okay, so she's going to talk to a dead horse skull. Okay. Yes. Okay. So, she,
1: so, <laughs> so the butcher heeds her wishes. Isn't this amazing? He takes the head, hangs it up. Oh, Probably got flies Plata. all over it. And, oh. Yeah, that, that's hard to think of. All right. Now, one day while talking to her nice. dead horse's skull, uh-huh. yeah, a little boy that also watched the geese sees and hears her and taunts her makes fun of her
0: oh so real- she's getting picked on by a little boy little boy her head her pet's heads are falling off uh, she is not having a good time no. here maybe she should have married the prince i don't know if this is a better situation for her no, anymore. i don't know i don't know she, there's a
1: lot going on yeah but the real princess or now the goose girl uh somehow places a curse upon the boy
0: oh oh she's she, a witch now. she's a witch okay yeah well how do, you, how do you do that <laughs> i don't know so okay the, i don't know this this story is going all kinds of crazy if she was a witch she could have saved the she could have cursed the
1: maid but apparently oh
0: yeah she's not that smart no okay, we've established that
1: <laughs> she's okay. not that smart it keeps
0: going back in that circle everybody right so instead her solution is to put a curse okay curse,
1: curse the little
0: boy curse the who's little making boy. fun of her
1: I mean, you know, it's not nice. It's not nice, but she could have cursed so many other people yeah. along the way here, uh, yeah. But she puts a curse upon the boy. The boy runs to the king and tells him of what just happened, and the king finds the goose girl and asks. So that
0: curse isn't a very strong or good curse, then. No, because if the little boy is able to run to the king, yes.
1: <laughs> no, okay. So and this is just a very brief version of uh-huh. the story because there's one part of the story I remember reading about how. It's not like a curse. It like lifted him up in the air and, and like I, I, there's little things and details that people change along the way.
0: Oh, okay, but it was
1: like you know like a kick in the pants. Like oh okay, like don't make fun of me. Like that kind of a curse thing. Not like a forever. I will kill you one day. You are going to suffer. <laughs> but, that you know that and is again an
0: ominous. Curse. That is a very ominous. <laughs> but
1: she's not that smart, everybody. Yeah, she's so, not
0: that smart. So her her, her one little big curse moment. Of getting revenge or doing something is is to kick the little boy in the pants. Pretty much. Okay.
1: There you go. That's your image.
0: Because she's not that smart. (laughs) That's the (laughs) thing. Oh, man. Okay.
1: So the king finds her and he asks for her story. And he's actually a good king. And he actually listens to her and believes her and immediately dresses her in royal garb.
0: Oh, so he's a good, kind king. Very benevolent. He's like... You poor little goose girl. Mm-hmm. I feel your pain. Let me restore you back to your princess hood. Maybe she's better looking than the maid. And he's like, oh, I'll take you instead. <laughs> is this, is this the prince that she was supposed to marry? Or is this the prince's dad? Do we know? That's
1: that. I, that, I'm pretty sure it's the actual king, not the prince. Okay.
0: But okay, the so king of the, the kingdom. Yes. Okay. This is the
1: main guy, the All head right. honcho. Okay. Um, yeah so you're like oh okay everything's like that's so
0: sweet well the the king then
1: finds the maid and although there's so many different versions basically he punishes this terrible maid by rolling her around the city in a spiked barrel until she dies the end (laughs) the end the
0: end how do you what
1: (laughs) spiked barrel everybody
0: that is not a nice way to end the story. This king—I is- told you—it oh takes gosh. a weird turn, right? Yeah, we are not in Disney territory mm-hmm. anymore. No, this is like a
1: uh, DreamWorks. Like <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're in Netflix, Netflix territory. <laughs> okay, so, so but okay oh the poor maid i do feel sorry for her you feel a little bad for her yeah, at the end what if what if my version was right yeah. she was just trying to help the princess and, and instead she just she, got i think maimed. the princess is the evil one Ooh, she got jealous of theory. the maid trying to help her out yeah and instead she's like you know what i don't want to be the goose girl anymore where people but you make know, fun of me for do you really think she thought that the king was going
1: to kill the maid by putting her in a spike barrel like that is just such an extreme yes. jump
0: of oh you did this yo i'm gonna kill you with the <laughs> okay so yep. when i was in germany taking it back to um, the, the black forest so when i was in germany i did go to a criminal museum in um where was i i was in rotenberg germany okay and rotenberg is such a beautiful medieval town so there's the old part of rotenberg that it still has the medieval walls wow. that the city, and you can walk along the walls and it's gorgeous and in the city you have all these beautiful bavarian buildings exactly what you picture in your mind what a, a german town looks like and they have like the clock tower with the with the the little guys that come out and drink the steins when, oh, when it, you know fun. it's beautiful and they have a criminal museum, so I went to the criminal museum, and it's full of medieval torture devices. Oh, that's that's not <laughs> yes! sadistic. Okay, I wasn't expecting. I didn't know what to expect. Uh huh. But it's not Disneyland in there. Let me tell you, these are like like the it's real opposite. things that were used, oh, and that is like creepy. They're, still, they're you know there's probably dried blood on a lot of that oh, the gross. torture devices. So. Oh, gross. Anyway, back in medieval times, yes, I can imagine yeah, that right? be the punishment, throw him in a spiked barrel. Yeah. But like, so I think the princess is the evil one. Oh, well, that's a good theory. I think the princess was like, hey, you know what we should do to the maid for tricking me? We should put her in a spiked barrel. And she's probably like, I was trying to help out. Well, she's like dying and being <laughs> rolled around. <gasps> I'm going with that. <laughs> The retelling, this, the retelling of The, of the Goose, Goose Girl <laughs> by Angela. Well, you know,
1: there are so many versions of the story. You can create that. I'm sure people would love it. So
0: so moral of the story, moral. don't help your friends. Nope.
1: Yep. <laughs> Let them go. Get married. Don't kill your talking horse. Yeah, don't, don't kill your magical creatures, everybody. We, we don't have any. So it's nice to have those still in the world, apparently. But um, now the, the website, TravelTriangle.com claims that locals and visitors have reported hearing voices of a girl screaming in pain and and some have also cited a headless horse walking through the forest at night (gasps) whoa yeah and this is why i gave you this whole crazy story because this is ties into what they see um and and hear of the paranormal at night um so it's creepy. I mean, it could be it, the girl screaming could be a numerous amount of things. Yeah. But
0: is it do you hear the barrel being rolled too or just That's the a good girl?
1: question. Yeah, I wonder. Cool. I wonder if that ties in or you see oh wouldn't it be crazy to see like some blood just like
0: pouring <gasps> down the street? Why did you have to go to the Cuz that image
1: God if you talked about it it was all you. I'm sorry. Yeah. But anyway, um but yeah, that's that's the goose girl and those are the stories behind it and that's all i've got for you in the i black love forest. how they
0: have the headless horse and we have the headless horse man yeah <laughs> they should have like a, a little get together i bet the- <laughs> i wonder if they ever meet up hey we have something oh, in oh that was an awesome story i love it yeah
1: so that's the black forest they're schwarzwald they're schwarzwald and um you know with i i think we'll continue on with our project of um alpine stitch and our nature stitches With some uh, upcoming episodes of Haunted Forests.
0: Ooh, I'm excited. I have some more foresty type stitches to show you on the next episode. I'm so excited.
1: All right, to end our podcast today, we are going to... Uh, recap and review the movie The Conjuring. And we will give you a brief synopsis with every movie. And this one for The Conjuring is paranormal investigators Ed and Lorraine Warren work to help a family terrorized by a dark presence in their farmhouse.
0: Ooh, good synopsis.
1: So Angela has been doing like some crazy research about the actual live Conjuring home.
0: Yes. Okay. The thing that I like most about this movie is that it's based on real-life people and real-life happenings, um, which is the fascinating part and what I was so excited about diving into the Conjuring series because there's more Conjuring movies, right, yes? Right, right. So we've just watched the first one. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you've seen more than I have, but I've I've only seen the first Conjuring movie and before i saw the conjuring movie i have watched some of my favorite um paranormal investigators go investigate the real conjuring house so i kind of knew a little bit of the background story Mm -hmm. of the conjuring house and of the Perrin family and of the warrens um which of course if you love paranormal stuff you know you will know who they are they invest they invented modern day Mm -hmm. um ghost hunting you know they they set the standard for it so um Anyway, so it was, it, I was really, really excited to see what they do to the story. And I realized it's Hollywood. Hollywood dives in and they do their own little thing to, they to gotta make They got to keep it entertaining. Yeah, to make the story how fit, you know, their certain ideas of what. So, you know, they kind of judge and change things here and there, which they did. They judged and changed some things here and there to, to fit their their little story. But um, yeah, it was fascinating to see what happened to this family and to learn more about what was true to the parent family mm-hmm. and what was what Hollywood made up. And there's some like,
1: it's still real creepy. It's how... still
0: real creepy. There's some juicy things that Hollywood left out. Yes, that they should have put. They in. They should have kept. But yeah, but you know, it. it... I,
1: but yeah, just some spoiler alerts, you know, it, it follows this family, you know, and there's five little girls. Five girls. Okay. That is uh, so much estrogen. estrogen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> How do you deal with that? This five dad is kids, amazing. First of all, I have three uh, i only have two and Nicole they're boys Two, and i have two girls and a boy yeah but um, that's combine them combine we have five kids. And, and
1: we've had play dates and that's how many oh how how uh, headache inducing
0: that can be you're just constantly counting heads you're like <laughs> okay are all five here in this room oh <laughs> like, my no gosh. we're missing two where yep. are they where they go
1: <laughs> all over the place um uh, but yeah it's it's fascinating uh bathsheba is the main ghost or uh, supernatural entity yeah. yeah and this mom oh if you are a mom everybody you've and you haven't seen this movie get ready to feel all the feels for her
0: oh my gosh this
1: it was it was heart heart-wrenching
0: yeah so the the movie starts out with um kind of introducing the warrens and who they are to us and by presenting one of their more famous cases Um, which is the case of Annabelle Mm -hmm. right the doll Annabelle Um, and if you love paranormal you definitely know who Annabelle is Mm -hmm. and so they give kind of like a brief uh, background story of Annabelle and who she is and how she came to be Um, and okay so I have a personal story that is similar to the Annabelle thing that is happening in my life right Right
1: now now
0: (laughs) okay so you guys, and I, I will have to next time I go to my mother-in-law's house, I'll have we'll have to an update. We'll picture. do
1: we'll do um and let's do a doll episode, a haunted haunted yes. dolls. Yeah.
0: Yes, we will have to do that. Because okay. there
1: are there's are some good stories. So
0: you guys, my mother-in-law has a version of Annabelle that she is creating. I don't think she realizes what she's doing here, but like, oh my gosh, you guys, let me tell you. So I was over at their house. They live in a cabin in the woods. <laughs> cabin in the woods (laughs) that's a great setup they live in a cabin in the woods and uh, my mother-in-law who I love she is an incredibly lovely woman I love her very much she likes to go antiquing and so she went to some antique store and she saw this doll um, sitting on the ledge and she thought oh wow what an ugly little doll and it's she's it's a small doll and um is definitely hand crafted um is it does it look sewn. old yes it looks old it's got stringy oh. orange hair that's very patchy and it's all kind of crumbly and falling apart who makes dolls like this and it's got a crooked little face what and is- it's like threadbare and worn and dirty and and the clothes are definitely hand stitched and um, I don't know, but anyway. So my mother-in-law saw her and said, "Wow, what an ugly little doll!" and kept walking. But the doll stuck in her brain, guys, and so she went back. She left the store, and she came back, and she went back specifically to pick up this doll what? and to bring it home. It's haunted. It
1: got in her head. Felt
0: Sorry for it.
1: No, I think it it, it probably latched onto it her. Latched on to her. There you go.
0: Okay. So she brings the doll home and then this is where she's introducing me introducing <laughs> me to the doll. See? Like it's a person. So, red she, flag number 1. <laughs> so, she she's telling me the story and then she brings the doll out and while she's telling me the story, she's stroking the doll's head. Red flag number 2. Touching the doll, out her little clothes and oh telling me all about her. And she's like, this is Annie. And I was like, Annie, that is way too close to Annabelle. And it's like, a, it's not the Raggedy Ann doll that Annabelle is, but it's similar. So, does she, Has she seen? I don't think so. Annabelle? Okay. I don't think so. I don't even know if That's she knows even who Annabelle is. Yeah. She's not really into. into the the paranormal stuff. But um Yeah. I know what is that gives me the chills so anyway she's like this is Annie and she helps guard our house she needs a job so um when we leave I set her on the stairs and I tell her to watch the house and make sure nobody comes in and then when we're home I set her in the window and I tell her to watch outside and keep us safe and I'm like nope you, okay first of all you're calling it she you're giving it pronouns mm-hmm. instead of it it is a doll you're
1: addressing the doll as a, as a person and she's
0: stroking the that doll like good. it's a person and giving it personality red flag three jobs. angela oh why gosh. didn't you run away <laughs> My eyes were so huge when she was telling me this I was like no don't do that it's so oh my gosh so I'll keep you guys updated. on We this will
1: always update you <laughs> on this and give you anything that comes back but that is so scary. I know. I would never go over to her house and I would probably take it and burn it. <laughs> I don't know how you but, do that.
0: Okay the Warrens will even tell you that burning the vessel Mm because they've been asked why because okay the warrens have a massive collection Mm -hmm. and um of of things that have been used in rituals and of things that have been used um are possessed are possessed and and anyway so people have asked them why they don't destroy those relics and they say because if we know that that entity is attached to this relic if you destroy the relic then the entity leaves and, and can it, to inhabit something, inhabit else, right? something oh. else so this way they're able to keep them trapped that safe and yeah. trapped they know where it is they aren't releasing it back into the world so you can't destroy can't sell it on ebay doll <laughs> <laughs> you can get rid of the doll and give it someone to someone else That'd yeah. be so mean oh my goodness anyway. But right now it's a it's a, it's a good doll it has good. a job it's good doing it's, what it's an it needs okay doll, to do. doll for now yeah for now
1: um but yeah the warrens get involved when the mom calls them because all these creepy things are happening at the house right yes um from a paneled up basement to who would why wouldn't you know when you're buying a house
0: yeah okay that bothered me because okay when you're buying a house, you get an inspection Yes, and the inspector comes and they look and they search. They didn't every knock on a door. The they go in the crawl spaces. Yeah, They go in the attic. They look at everything. And the inspector didn't nope. realize that, oh, there's a whole basement here. I don't
1: think it was inspected.
0: <sighs> Maybe not. So, um, yeah. Okay, in real life, the Warrens bought the house from a nice old man that they thought was just super sweet and super kind. The Warrens or the... I mean, I'm sorry, the okay. Warrens, the parents. Got to got it, got The parents. It. They bought the house from, from a really sweet, nice old man that they said was just all love and sunshine and just a, a wonderful person. And they were warned by the neighbors to always keep a light on in the house. And so that was their first like, oh, moment of creepiness. Because mm-hmm. the the neighbors kind of warned them. That's so crazy. But yeah, the man they bought it from was just like, "Oh." And okay, here's another fun fact that was not in the movie. It was the mom, the the of the parents, so mother parent. I can't think of what her name was now. I um, but anyway, she remember? She she in real life was the one that came across that farm. Oh. So she was just driving around and saw it and then told her husband about it and then they dreamed about buying it and they wound up buying it so i think she was called to that interesting did it not have like a for sale sign i don't know if it did but um she was the one that discovered the property that's interesting right
1: that's creepy um so keep going yeah yeah yeah. so that's really it they call the the warrens and you know She was getting, I think it was her getting, the kids were getting pulled off their beds. They were seeing things in the corners. Yeah. The mom was getting like beat up and bruised and she thought it was like, sleep deprivation but it was Bathsheba. she was trying to possess her so she was in a lot of the cases of possession the host that they pick are being battered and abused to the point where they're just a mess and they're able to take over the body easier yeah
0: so they just pick and they pick and they pick until they can take over the body they're using all of her energy and draining all of yes and that's something that Lorraine Lorraine. Warren in the movie um after she comes and visits the house. And this is true in real life. When Lorraine came to the house for the first time, mm. she sensed a very dark presence yes. there. And in the movie, she tells them, she's like, when I walked in, I saw the presence standing behind you. I saw the presence standing here, and, and it's here. And she was able to say, this presence, this entity has attached itself mm-hmm. to you. It's following you. And you can't leave. You go. Yeah. And you can't. You can't leave and have it not go with you. It is Which attached is so to you and feeding off of creepy. you. Which is so creepy. Right? I would I don't know do. what I would do. They prey on those that fear them because mm-hmm. that's how they can get to you. So it, so you can't be afraid of walking into a place with a, with a dark entity because it will attach itself to you. What? Great. But I don't want to go anywhere. <laughs> thanks, Angela. Now no, I, you just have to say, "You can't touch me."
1: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Easier said than done.
0: Right. I don't know.
1: But um, yeah, it, they, they, we won't give you too many other details about it, but um, it's, it's a very scary movie and to the point where at the end there's, it's a, it's a pretty intense scene of basically the mom getting possessed and yes, trying, which happened. yes, and this is the Hollywood version. The mom is basically intent on killing one of her children yes. because that's the pattern, of the uh, hauntings there and the previous uh, owners you see the ghosts of a previous person a woman had murdered her son
0: so yes so I I did some digging on the real story of Bathsheba okay so Bathsheba didn't live on that property she lived in a neighboring farm she had four children but the story of the infant death so Mm -hmm. the the theory is that Bathsheba became a witch by sacrificing a child Mm, to the devil and then killing herself afterwards. Mm -hmm. So that's the story that Hollywood went with. But the real Bathsheba um, died of a stroke or something like that. Mm. Um, But an infant did die under her care. I don't think it was her child, although she did have small children that did die, but it was, you know, the 19th century. Mm -hmm. Um, infant death or child death was common. It was high then, yeah. So um, that wasn't weird. But what happened with the infant that was under her care, they discovered that its um, head or its the base of its skull was pierced by... A sewing needle and that's how it died that's right I've heard that I watched yeah. that that's insane yeah so um the townspeople then decided that she was a witch because she well that was they they jumped to that conclusion They jumped to that every conclusion. woman that had a problem <laughs> right right and it could have just been the sewing needle was left carelessly in the blanket could've and been. it pierced the, mm-hmm. the kid we don't know what the right. real story is but she was ostracized and and um became a witch to the town at that moment and so that's who Um, haunts and that's who the parents actually believe haunts Haunts. them they Mm -hmm. believe that she's a witch and they believe that she haunts them and at first the hauntings were sweet like
1: that's right yes yeah
0: the the entities and there were multiple it's not just the sheba but there's also um, soldiers that were said to live in the wall uh, one of the younger parent girls used to talk to a boy that she called Oliver that lived in her closet Wow. Um, and which they kind of address in the movie that there's a small boy but they find the boy in the, the creepy little music box thing oh my gosh that. that was the scariest oh. part I couldn't even keep my eyes open
1: through that one I had to close them.
0: I hate when things pop up in a mirror mm. <laughs> Behind you, yes, I ate that. So many jump scares that were so good in this movie that definitely got me. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, again, you should see the text change to, to Nicole because <laughs> every time I would get scared, I'd be like, dude, and I text her in all caps and she just laughed back at like me like 5,000 different. Oh my messages. gosh, so many, but um, anyway, so the entities were sweet and they would kiss the girls on the head at night. and. And tuck them in, and clean the kitchen, and you know, do all these little nice things. And then eventually, they started turning evil and ominous. Where they would wake up at five in the morning and smell um, rotting flesh oh, in the house. Oh, I know. And then the mom would get um, bruises and, and and battered. And ooh, ooh, ooh! This is another cool story that I remember. Um, not cool, but creepy, but ominous. Okay, so. Um, one of the girls, or maybe it was the mom, somebody was taking a nap on the couch. Okay. And then they felt something like stab them or prick <gasps> them or poke them. And they woke up and there was a little pool of blood what? right there. And they couldn't find what pricked them or what caused that to happen. <gasps> and she was like, maybe it was a bee sting. I don't know. But you tie it back to the story of Bathsheba n- with need- the needle. <gasps> That's dun, so creepy. Dun, dun so yeah so they believe that bathsheba or i think lorraine warren was the one that said Mm -hmm. it could be bathsheba took the sewing needle with her into the afterlife and that's what she stabbed you with
1: how do you go into the story guys afterlife carrying a weapon like i don't know (laughs) the the fly shoots (laughs) it. It's it's a full circle, everyone. Oh my gosh! Wow, that is a creepy story. Creepy, yes.
0: And then um, another another quick story that I want to say about when they were filming The Conjuring. Mm -hmm. The the they invited the parents to the set to kind of talk about what they were going to put in the movie Mm -hmm. and and different things. And um, the mom decided she didn't wanna go because she was feeling like headachy and didn't feel well. And she's like Bathsheba does not want her story told. I'm not gonna go. And so the girls went and there was one point where they were on the set and they were starting talking about it. And then this big wind came and like knocked all of their equipment over and you know, stopped filming for a little bit. And then they realized at that moment mm-hmm. when all that happened on set, their mom slipped and fell and broke her <gasps> hip. Oh my gosh. Right. At right? that exact and she was in the hospital at moment. the exact same time creepy wow. do you have chills have chills i do yeah and then ooh ooh okay in the movie <laughs> in the movie they play a game hide and clap right yes oh the worst game ever that game is so. no i'm never playing that with my kids no don't hide in a creepy house that you know is haunted but
1: you've never been in
0: yes yeah and and, and they blindfold themselves yeah why blindfold yourself and you have
1: stairs wouldn't you just i would be like i'd probably fall down those stairs you would fall down
0: the stairs you don't know where you're going oh my gosh that's so it's so scary yeah but anyway in real life the Mm -hmm. girls used to play hide and seek all the time. Mm. And the youngest girl hid in this pine box okay. that was, you know, it was just like a chest made of pine. Mm-hmm. And it didn't have a lock, it didn't have anything on it. So she climbed in mm-hmm. and closed the lid and was just in there. And it was, you know, there's no locks, there's nothing on top of the box, okay. nothing holding it down. She couldn't get out <gasps> of the box. After 20 minutes, she was trying to get out. And there's no ventilation. There's no anything. She's just in this box. Oh, my gosh. How scary. And she's freaking out. And then her sister finally found her and just lifted the lid. And it was easy to open? It was easy to open. (gasps) And then she was able to... So why couldn't she get out of the box? Right? Oh, my gosh. This poor little girl. (laughs) Yep. And they lived in that house. For how long? For most of the... 70s and 80s they were there for a long time they so finally they didn't they
1: couldn't bounce they had to stay they huh? had
0: to stay they couldn't sell it was a 200 acre farm wow they couldn't sell it um because it was during the nixon administration or something like that and mm-hmm. then the economy was bad they couldn't sell it so they just had to live there and deal with it and um, so they they called the warrens and the warrens did their um their uh investigation investigation but they then they decided what they needed to do was an exorcism that's right and so this part is real the in in the movie the hollywood version is that the mom tries to kill one of the girls right in real life when they did the exorcism they <gasps> sent the girls away oh okay but one of the girls, maybe two of the girls snuck back and watched the exorcism and she said said it changed her and she could never look at her mom the same again. I wouldn't be able to either. So I'm glad the mom never actually tried to kill her children. I couldn't live with myself if I tried to kill my children, even if I was possessed. Oh, imagine no, that when we're and the kids though, and like oh. how messed up would you be if your mom tried to kill you uh-huh. and you had to like still live with her and, and you'd be like, her. I don't know who you are. <sighs> you might be just schizophrenic. That is messed up, Hollywood. Yeah. This story was already like crazy enough. You Poor don't have mom. to try to kill your children. Poor kids. Aww. Okay, so yeah, so one of the girls snuck back and she said her mom was speaking in a language that she didn't know her mom was using a voice that wasn't hers the chair actually did levitate and fly across the room with her mom in it oh my gosh yes wow lorraine warren said that it took her many 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 years to be able to talk about it afterwards and they consulted with lorraine for the conjuring like mm-hmm. they they talked to the warrens and they were like what story do you want to tell first and they're like we want to tell the story of the parents farmhouse first
1: because it's so
0: good. Yes. And so creepy. That's crazy. And the exorcism didn't work. That's right. You were telling me about this. Yes, it didn't work. The the parent family still had she's hauntings. Still, and she's still possessed. And she still feels like she's followed by Bathsheba. Yes. Can you
1: imagine having no. <laughs> a ghost attached
0: to you your whole
1: life <sighs> and never being able to get away from it? Well, that's a story
0: for another podcast. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <is>. <laughs> we'll leave it we'll leave it with that. So what we'll do is we're gonna give it a rating yes. of stitches. Yes. Out of ten stitches, how many would you rate this?
0: Um, I think the seven is a good rating on IMDB. Okay. Uh, I think that I think that's seven fair. a half, seven and a half, I think is good. Yeah, I think that's fair. It was scary. I definitely jumped and you know Mm -hmm. you can see the text I was scared Mm -hmm. a lot but based on a
1: true story based on
0: a true story that's why I rate it that high is because Mm like the 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 jump scares and the plot of it was you know easy to follow and kind of predictable you kind of knew where it was going it didn't have a ton of twists and turns Mm -hmm. but the fact that it was a true life story and the way that it was shot was beautiful like a lot of the images when they're going into the walls yes and um the hanging noose on the tree oh that was so creepy yes. so there were a lot of things that were shot in the hands coming out of the closet and oh, clapping yes. so there were a lot of things that were really beautifully shot mm-hmm. and done which i thought was really cool yeah james
1: Wan as the director i thought he did a pretty good job he with the story it was
0: yeah it was beautiful mm-hmm. um but i Love, I love the realness of it, and mm-hmm. like being able to research it further afterwards. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite thing. Why well, give it? Yeah.
1: So when I first watched it, I think I would have given it an eight out of ten stitches because it was just so amazingly creepy. It was when it came out; it was original and yes. in its own way, and yes. Um, but rewatching it a few more times with the, the few little discrepancies of, of the family and, and little yeah, things Don't like kill that. your
0: kids. No. Yeah. That's why it got knocked back for me. Yeah. That's,
1: that's a good, uh, moral, but yeah, I think the <laughs> seven out of seven, 7.5 out of 10 is a really good yeah. rating for it.
0: So what we learned today folks is don't kill your kids. Don't. Nope. <laughs> just, just lend an ear to your friends. Don't try to help them. <laughs> what was the other thing don't go into the woods don't go in the woods
1: alone (laughs) at night yes all right everybody well thank you for hanging on to the ominous stitch podcast and please catch us next time uh and thank you for following along
0: and happy stitching